In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And, Robin, we're flying at the seat of our pants with Military Mom today. What say you? <laughs> I know. I miss you. I haven't talked with you almost you all week, and me? that's, like, unheard of for us. I don't know if I lost Sandra or if Sandra lost me, so I'm assuming that I'm on air. Um, it is a busy day at Military Mom Talk Radio. And uh, I am excited to say that we've got a full show today. We have got uh, Marcella Stretch joining us today from the Parents of Deployed Service Members for our Facebook group. And if you haven't found them yet, I can't imagine that you we haven't found you yet, Mar- Marcella, but I know we have some new people joining us all the time. Go to Facebook and then search Parents of Deployed Service Members. You'll have a little login area and you can become a part of this wonderful group. Uh, we have Stephen Boyd is joining us today. Stephen is our veteran correspondent here at Military Mom Talk Radio. He's going to start a series of shows from joining us from time to time, and he will be uh, giving us a rundown of things that not only he's discovered about the VA, uh, but also discover some other resources that veterans might not be aware of. And then at the uh, toward the second half of the show, we're going to have an author joining us, Angela Rahak. She's written some delightful books for children, um, and she has them under the uh, series title, I guess you could say, of Uncle Sam's Kids. So we can't wait to meet Angela. Sandra, do we have you back? Not yet? Oh, that's too bad. Um, Sandra's got some technical difficulties, and that's always such a difficult thing when we're on live radio. But that's okay. We're, we've got a um, super uber-talented producer, Sabrina, working on, on getting her back. In the meantime, one of the things that actually I was going to talk to Sandra about, we have... Um, we have uh, talked about this in, in past seasons, in past years, uh, about our Girl Scout involvement. And if you didn't know, I am very much involved with the Girl Scouts. And one of the things that um, this time of year brings is the Girl Scout cookie season. 
And if you haven't been approached yet, I am sure that the councils in your area will be selling some Girl Scout cookies. One of the things that you might want to check with your girl uh, who comes to your door or, or calls you uh, on the phone is to see if, you, if they are participating in a gift of caring program, which means that the girls can... Um, designate some cookies from their customers that will be sent directly to their council and therefore to uh, some service members. So when you are buying cookies for yourself or if you are trying not to imbibe in those extra calories, you might want to see if the girl could take an order for uh some cookies to go to some soldiers. If you yourself want to purchase some cookies and send them to service people on your own, so many places, including Operation Gratitude, one of the uh, places that we have been so fond of and so proud to be affiliated with or associated with, um, you certainly can send cookies over there. But I just wanted to bring that up and let people know that that it is getting to be cookie season. If it isn't already, and those Girl Scout cookies are so well appreciated. We've got so many uh, pictures coming back from the troops that are uh, showing how much they're enjoying their cookies. If you need to find a council in your area, go to girlscouts.org. And uh, if you need to find where there might be some cookies in your air, in your area, go to Girl Scout cookies.org and you'll find it. How are we doing? Do we have Sandra back yet? We do, we do. That was very exciting, i got to tell you. But I did get my cookies. I ordered them from Christy, uh, who was my co-host on the other show. And Hannah came over and did her thing, and I got my cookies ordered. Well, I don't know if you heard the part that I was saying. I won't repeat it for the audience too, too much. But uh, most councils do have a gift of caring column so that you can purchase cookies specifically to go to troops. And um, that some, some councils p- participate specifically in that. And I want to say our council did, I don't know, about 50,000 boxes last year going over to our particular Air Force base. So That is so great. Better to the troops than to my thighs. Yeah, yeah. So you've had a busy week, I'm sure, huh? I have. You know, my kids have that crazy flu, um, you know, and we kept hearing about it on the East Coast, but we really didn't get hit um, until this past week on the West Coast. It kind of went through my kids' elementary school, kids dropping like flies, and it's really strange, Rob. It's a super high fever and really bad aches and pains in their arms and legs, but no cough or congestion. It's really a crazy flu this year. Oh, wow. And does does it come and go quickly, or are you still battling it? Yeah, I can't tell you that. I know uh, my one kid started on Friday after school, and the other one started last night. So um, mm-hmm. it seems to be about four days, three to four days with that high fever, but it really spikes fast. I mean, it's, it's unlike any flu I've experienced um, as a mom for 10 years. It's really crazy. Wow, wow. It is difficult, I guess, that the best recourse, as much as people are saying go and get the flu shot, this, this strain apparently is not, um, is not necessarily, uh, pre- doesn't prevent this strain, the shot. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of stepping over my own words, but it does help reduce your effects of it, but you're probably still going to get it. I hope not. <laughs> I had yeah. my flu shot 
year. You know, I got my flu shot. The kids didn't. I opted not to do their mm-hmm. flu shot this year um, just to see. I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but... It'll um, be interesting to see if you don't get it, but we have not done flu shots here, uh, my family, um, but we're, we're very... M- particular as far as if we go to the store, uh, you either wipe down the the handrail, you, uh, you know, wash your hands the minute you get home. I don't go to the store in peak times. I'm fortunate that I don't have to go when there's 500 people standing in line. I can go at off peak times, so I'm not exposed to as many people. I don't know. It's just little things like that makes a difference. They do, like, you know, not, you know, my kid's a slider, you know, my little one, he likes to slide on the floor, so I figure he's just scraping up every germ at the elementary school. (laughs) Anything that drops on the floor, he's got it all over his pants, all over his shirt, you know, and I talked to a mom who said she actually, during flu season, she'd have her kids change her clothes when they came home from the elementary school Mm. into something else, and I thought, you know... Smart. They, you know, they they all touch each other, sneeze all over each other, roll on the floor, you name it. Um, so you smart. Know, I thought so. Yeah, absolutely. It's so hard. I mean, you want the kids to go and have fun. You don't want them to be uh, so concerned. But it, it doesn't hurt for kids to get into the habit of make sure you don't pop those chips in your mouth until you've gone and washed your hands. You don't uh, come home from, you go through the drive through unless you've had a wipey in the car and wash your hands. I mean, it's all those little things. But, boy, I'll tell you, when you ingrain them in the kids, it just becomes habit. So. Oh, my God, I'm walking around the house with the Lysol wipes. I've got the cans. I'm like, give me a hug. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me help you in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, everything I do not to get this thing. I, you know, I do the line exactly. and get the math. You're going to get them into the habit of doing the valley girl kiss, so it's a cheek, cheek. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let's give you a hug good night. Just spray you down with Lysol, and we'll be on our way. Oh, gosh, I know. And it's so hard. You know, you hate seeing the kids get sick. And I just hope that your guys are 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 back and getting better. Some schools end up when they when it really hits epidemic level, they really do uh, just close the school for a day or so. Because then sometimes it's teachers that are just falling like flies, too. So. I know it's awful to laugh, but I mean, it's like, and I don't remember, Rob, do you remember when you were little? I don't remember this stuff happening. Is this epidemic thing a new thing, or is it just because we have better news? I don't know. Maybe it could just be that we didn't have quite the population. Of course, when I was a kid, I don't think I had 20 kids in my class. Maybe I did. I don't quite remember. But, you know, it's uh, maybe it is that we just have more news. Maybe there's new um, strains when you stop and think. Every time a new antibiotic comes out to hit one strain, it's going to mutate into something different. And maybe now we just have more mutations than... um, than we did back then. I, I guess I don't quite remember. Me neither. Me neither. I don't remember it being like this. But then I was a kid and we were sick all the time, you know, and my mom just was like, oh, well, you're sick. Here's a box of Kleenex. Go to school. <laughs> I think, too, back then we didn't have as many working moms, and I hate to always put that burden on the working mom, but it was easier for a kid to stay home if the kid had the sniffles, as opposed to now moms have to get to school, the kids go have to go. Uh, the moms have to go to work, kids have to go to school, and maybe they're not staying home at the at the 
top of the that little flu beginning, and so they're exposed all the more. I, I kind of hate to say it that way, but you know what? <laughs> well, I'm the one that says those kids that get the perfect attendance award. I'm like, how many times did you go to school sick? But that's yeah. just me. <laughs> and that's probably the case. And I know it's so hard on, on a working mom. If you've got to leave work to go and pick up your kid at school, that's really tough. And um, I think some employers are a little bit more lenient, but um, it's not easy. Well, speaking of parents, Sandra, we've got Marcella Stretch coming on in just a couple minutes. We're going to go to break. We're going to hear some some uh, commercials from our great station, Toganet, that we are so proud to be a part of. And on the other side, we've got Marcella Stretch from Parents of Deployed Service Members. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now, in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use this genealogy research, repurpose or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list, and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, military mom. 
Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we're welcoming back a fan favorite, Rob, in Marcella Stretch. Absolutely. Uh, Marcella, <laughs> <laughs> Marcella Stretch is the founder of Parents of Deployed Service Members, which is a Facebook support group. It's also known as POD. She's a military mom of two veterans, and she has experienced the deployment of one son in 2009 to 2010 uh, to Iraq. And as it stands now, she expects another deployment next year to Afghanistan with her other son. Um, Marcella, is that is he deployed, or what, what are we doing with your boys right now? Um, my son will deploy this summer. I think his date is sometime, yeah, sometime this summer. Sometime this summer. We'll have the so you know a little bit about, you know, in addition to running pods, um, about the uncertainty of deployment, and uh, your group has grown to how many members now? We're over 1,900 members as of today. Oh wow. So we're coming up Congratulations. On yes. And it, I mean, we get new members. It seems like every day I'm adding anywhere between one and ten new members. Seems like you had a flood just in the last week because I saw, I don't know how many I saw you welcome on just in the last, say, five or seven days. Yes, and you know what that came from, Robin and Sandra? That came from the our Valentine's Day care package that we were um, letting the parents know that we were sending out these packages. And they said, okay, send my son or daughter a package, but add me to your group at the same time. That's fantastic. So that's where that flood came from. Hmm. Well, so I think that's what we say that, that's what we wanted to talk with you a little bit about today, Marcella. Was was this oh, okay. initiative that you have? You do the birthdays and you do holiday uh, initiatives. Tell us now what we can uh, be doing, looking forward to for Valentine's Day. Yes, what happened was me and the admins. We thought of a, a different, we try to come up with a different thing, you know, throughout the year, you know, based on what occasion is going on. So we thought about um, Valentine's Day for the troops and how nice it would be for them to get um, packages from people they don't even know. And then we actually take the time to decorate the boxes, put in Valentine candy, put Valentine's paper decoration, little hearts all over the boxes and you know, everything. So when they see it, they'll know that they've been loved by someone that they don't even know. Mm. Well, and that's so great, especially for your single uh, service members. You know, I know as a single mm. mom, there's been years when I'm like, oh, you know, I wish somebody would send me a Valentine. And, you know, at least I'm home alone in the house. There's not 20 other guys next to me opening boxes from their sweethearts or, you know, from their boyfriends. I think that's so such a smart idea. Yes, and it's and it's very. Um, we get a, a lot a lot of responses from people. I mean, people that um, the, the word is getting around. Put it that way. It is really getting around on Facebook, and we're getting requests every day to say, "Can you send my son? Can you send my daughter a Valentine package?" That's so great. So, what are some things that, that people send there? You said Valentine's Day, Kathy, a Valentine. I didn't hear your question. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. So what are some things that people put in the box? You said, you know, some Valentine's Day candy, a Valentine. Do they write a note? You know, what um, What can somebody A lot of them are from- writing notes. They're putting in the Valentine candy. They're um, also adding to the packages your regular care package items like um, 
you know, tissue, uh, hand sanitizers, hand warmers, you know, the things that they would need on a daily basis, you know. But um, they're also adding the Valentine items as well. That's so nice. So it's a care package with, with a Valentine's Day theme. Yes. And we try to come up with a theme like every two months or every three months we come up with a different theme. Now, how does somebody go, um, you know, we're a couple, maybe two weeks out from Valentine's Day. Uh, how, um, how do people go about getting a care package to their loved ones through POTS? What they would do is they would um, search for POTS on Facebook, and that's Parents of Deployed Service Members. And once they uh, search for us, we will, um, they will be able to send us a private message, or they can send a private message directly to me on Facebook, which, you know, my first seller, my last name is Stretch, and I should be the only Marcella Stretch that pops up on Facebook. <laughs> and the they, they can send me a private message. The one and only. Yeah. If they would like, yeah, I'm the one and only. They can send me a private message letting me know their troop information on, you know, where they want a package sent. And if they would like to volunteer, because we also accept in volunteers, if a person would like to volunteer to mail out a package, they can also private message me as well. I was going to ask, I mean, how, how do you administer this? I mean, how many packages do you think you'll send out this Valentine's Day? Huh, well, I keep a little spreadsheet. And um, that's how I administer it. I keep a spreadsheet of all the troops' names and addresses. And I also, you know, put a uh, when I assign a volunteer to that person, I track who that name was given to. Wow. And then um, how much does it cost to send a, a package like this overseas? Well, the postage just went up on yesterday. So I believe, I know it's less than $15. And, you know, it was $13 and some change. I think it went to $14 and some change. And that's the regular um, support the troops um, boxes that you get from the post office. But what I did differently is I used one of my own boxes, and it seems like I was able to get enough in one box that would have fit in two. It would have, it would have taken two care packages to fit it in, and I was able to fit it in, you know, one big box. And um, that one big box was only like $18 a mail versus using okay. two post office-type boxes oh. for $14 a piece. Marcella, how are you funded? Um, each person just volunteer and use their own um, individual funds. So hmm. all our volunteers are all over the United States. So we're not mailing from one central location. Everybody is mailing from their own home. I see. Wow. Now, what are some things for people that are thinking of putting a care package together at home for their loved ones, what are some things they shouldn't put in there? You know, we can talk about, you know, one things that they want, but are there anything you shouldn't include in these care packages? I would say um, it depends on the location of the um, of the um, troop, because I know during the summer months you do not want to put any chocolate in there because that that one at home. But um, they, um, some locations are actually not to put any tobacco products. Some of them, you know, different, different ones have different restrictions. You know, certain oh, foods they don't want you to include. Is there, is there a, a website or something that people can look up, do you know, where they can look up and see what, what's allowed and what's not? Um, 
There is a um, there is a site, but um, under um, U.S. military, and there is a um, location, a link that will um, tell you about uh, sending packages, how to send a package, which you know was excluded from packages, or should be excluded from packages, and that's on the U.S. military website. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, what are some of the favorites? that are included in your boxes that you've heard back from the troops that they really enjoy? Well, one of the favorite things for right now is the hand warmers. You know, they really, really like to get the hand warmers, and they like to get the, we actually put baby wipes, you know, wipes into their packages because they like to use them to, you know, clean their different items or you know, even, you know, as far as hand sanitizers and things like that, I heard Q-tips was a favorite thing that they like because they can actually clean their um, their weapons with those. And, you know, they like um, they like things that they can actually just stick in their pocket as well, you know, easily to carry around snacks that they could just stick in a pocket and carry it around with them. They're small things, little small things yeah. like that. What about chapsticks? Oh, chapstick is definitely a favorite. That's, you know, especially around this time of the year, chapstick is a favorite. Yeah, because I figure, you know, it's so cold out there, and a lot of them are exposed to the elements and the wind and, um, you know, just things like that. I think about I couldn't live without my chapstick. I don't go anywhere without it. And, um, right. But I think, and also, you know, stick, I, I know sometimes I'll put, um, you know, aspirins, you know, little small bottles of aspirin or things for cold, I put cough drops, you know, you know, even if that particular soldier can't use them, maybe somebody in his or her unit need them. So well, and a lot of that stuff, Marcella, can be found at the, yeah. you know, like 99 cent stores, the 97 cent stores, you know, they're really great at carrying small items, you know, versus trying to go to Walmart or Target, you know, where they they have full-size items. I know the care packages that I've made over the years, I've always gone to the 99-cent store or the 97-cent store, you know, whatever you have in your neighborhood or the right. dollar. Right, that's what I do, too. I go to Dollar Tree. That's in my neighborhood. And I, I fill up my whole box with items from Dollar Tree. Yeah, because they're perfectly sized. You know, they're not too big and they ship well and, you know, they're inexpensive for what you get. So I think, you know, any of those, Dollar Tree, Dollar Store, 99 cent store, 97 cent store. Rob, what do you have in your neighborhood? We have Dollar Tree as well, and our local Walmart actually is very inexpensive for a lot of those kinds of things. So absolutely uh, be be on the lookout, and obviously if you've got coupons. The other thing to remember is a note. Um, we've often talked about that, too, um, is just a little note from the states. Maybe even uh, your local newspaper. Throw in, if you've got a little local newspaper, wrap, the, wrap stuff in, in the local newspaper. And, and they can get a, a, a feel for what's going on in Hometown USA. You know, Marcella, on the other side of the break we've got coming up, um, we're going to ask you if we could carry you over uh, just a bit. Uh, you have been through enough deployments that we would really kind of like to talk to you a little bit about what has been one of the biggest things for you to help you through deployments. Um, we know that we're sending lots of good messages overseas, but we still back here uh, are needing that support. So when we come back, yeah. we'll chat with Marcella about a little bit okay. of uh, deployment support here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are visiting with Marcella Stretch. Marcella Stretch is the founder of Parents of Deployed Service Members, which is a Facebook group almost 2,000 strong, and if you are a parent of a deployed service member, you can find lots of great information in this group. You can make friends, you can share information, you can learn a lot and have a lot of fun. Um, This group is in Facebook. You need to uh, apply, uh, send Marcel an email or uh, ask to join the group. It's a wonderful, wonderful group. And Robin, you've got some great questions to ask Marcella about deployment. Well, we we were um, kind of merging in, and I have to say we uh, are going to have a little bit of a change in our plan today. So we're glad that Marcella could stay on just a little bit longer um, before we bring on Stephen Boyd. Marcella, you've been through a number of deployments, and as much as we take care of the the guys as best we can and the gals that go over and we take care of our troops uh, in, in sending them things... How do you think you as a mom 
have been able to endure the deployments that your kids have gone through? Um, I would say that the best way to be able to cope or deal or process deployment when it's one of your sons or daughters is to communicate and get involved with other parents who are in the same situation with you because that'll make you feel like you're not alone. Uh, your thoughts, your ideas, your whatever comes to you or your feelings, you'll feel like I'm not the only one thinking this way and that mm-hmm. makes it much better for you or anyone. It makes it much better. I hear so many times in pause when parents um uh, compliment pause by saying, I don't know how I would have done this deployment without you all. Yeah. You know, and when their sons or daughters come home, they let us know and they say, thank you for your support because this was the best support I ever had. You know, so that's, you know, to me, that's the best way to actually cope with deployment. I'm going to say cope because you do have to cope with it. And, you sure. know, you have to process it, you know, you get one day closer to them coming home. And each day you're going to have different feelings for some reason. And you want to be able to process those feelings. Did you have connection with either of your sons while they were over? This this war is completely different in that uh, e- people are sending emails back and forth even while they're deployed if they're in certain areas. Uh, were you able to stay in touch with them while they were where they were? Yes, I was. I was able to uh, stay in touch with my son. A lot of times I didn't talk to him every time I saw him on the Internet. I would just mm-hmm. check his Facebook page to see when the last time or day that he actually posted a comment or responded to someone else's comment. Hmm. And he was able to call home periodically. I forgot how often it was because this was back in 2009, 2010. So Hmm. he might have at least called home mm, twice a month, at least twice a month. But a lot of times our communication was done through Facebook. And we was able to Skype with him a few times as well. Oh, that's Skype great. is a very good feature because you actually get to see the person and they get to see you. I know that there are some uh, either um, American Legions or veteran services that provide free Skype uh, connections for people. Not that Skype costs anything to begin with, but for, for families who may not have uh, computer connections in their area, that, that, that they're able to get some Skype connections. It must make such a big difference. Thank goodness for Facebook, huh? <laughs> yes, thank God. And another good thing is there's organizations that give the troops calling cards that allow them to call their loved ones at home, which is a good feature. Wow, that's fantastic. There are so many um, benefits to networking, and obviously that's one of the reasons why we love having you on, Marcella, is the fact that um, the the best comfort that we can share is being able to get together and... It almost is a validation because deep inside we're afraid. Deep inside we might be angry that our kids have to be there. Whatever our emotions are, at least being able to say that to somebody else and not feel guilty saying it is probably one of the best gifts of all. Because when you talk to your family members or your relatives or your close friends, they, you know, will listen to you, but they cannot make that connection with you. Right. They can listen, right. but they can't make that connection. So you feel like you're not really, you almost feel like you're not really talking to anyone. Yeah. 
And I think uh, once you've been there, you know exactly what they're feeling. And then, and someone who isn't doesn't have somebody over there just might not be able to uh, have that same same comprehension, I guess. So we're we're so yeah, glad that you said this. Yeah, we're yeah, so yeah, glad they can sympathize, but they can't really empathize because it's hard to know. You can't feel what you don't haven't felt. Right. That's right. right. That's right. Well, Marcella, we always love having you on, and we do have you on a number of times throughout the year. We're just really looking forward to that so much. Uh, Marcella Stretch from Parents of Deployed Service Members. Uh, please find her on Facebook and get those Valentines ready because <laughs> there's lots to share with, with all of the troops that are over there doing their, their incredible work. Thanks, Marcella, That's so good. much. Thank you all for having us on, and we really enjoyed being with you today. Awesome. Take care, Marcella. All right. Have a great day. Well, Sandra, so, Robin, I'm excited. Oh. We've got Stephen Boyd coming up. <laughs> I'm excited, and um, I'm so proud to say that um, I've I've known this gentleman for over 36 years, and I think um, it's it's time we had him on Military Mom Talk Radio. I think so. Stephen was in active duty in the U.S. Army from 1967 to 1970. He served in Korea in 1968 and Vietnam from 69 to 70. He's got numerous awards and decorations for his military service, and he has gracefully and, and, and just just so amazingly volunteered to be our veteran correspondent for the year, which is a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. And we are really, really thankful that he is volunteering uh, his time uh, to bring information about the Veterans Association. You know, Rob, recently I was over at our local uh, vet's office because they were asking me for ideas on how to, you know, get younger veterans involved with the olden veterans. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the word veteran no longer means just, you know, somebody from World War II. It really spans from 18 to 98. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Um, Stephen Boyd, are you with us? Yes, I am. Welcome. It's great to be here. (laughs) <laughs> well, Sandra, I, I'm, I think uh, it, it's kind of funny because we've talked so much over the phone, uh, and you've known him as long as you've known me, but we've never had a chance to talk in this capacity. It is. Well, I'm really excited, Rob, to talk about, you know, the Veterans Administration because Stephen, not only as a reporter and uh, someone helping uh, with this aspect of the show, he's also someone that has had personal first-hand experience, and I think that just, um, you know, without that, it's really hard to talk uh, with authenticity. Stephen, my first question for you today is, um, how did you get involved with the VA? When I first got out of the service, uh, they had done some dental work, extracted some teeth, and I was told that if I went to the VA in Boston, that uh, they would replace the teeth with bridges. So I went in there. They did the uh, uh, examination, and uh, my dentist called a few days later and says, I have money here. Come, come in, and we'll start your uh, dental work for you. After that, Oh, probably two or three years uh, roaming around after the Vietnam War, as most veterans do. Uh, a lost soul, 
I said, I, I have to go back to school. So I went back into the VA, and they hooked me up with my uh, educational benefits and started taking classes and eventually got uh, my associate's degree. After that, there was a 30-year hiatus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when I 30 lost years. My, 30 years. <laughs> when I lost my job in 2010, uh, we were out without medical coverage. And uh, my wife, being aggressive as she is sometimes, said, you have to go to the VA. So I went over to the VA uh, facility here in Manchester, New Hampshire, and said, uh, I need, uh, this was primarily to get medication. Uh, I had been on some uh, medication for uh, cholesterol. So I said, well, let me go over there and see if I can get, you know, at least get a script filled over here. So I go over there. Um, they said, well, you'll have to make an appointment. We'll see. You'll have to see the doctor. I did that, went in to see the doctor, figuring, okay, doc, I'm here. I need a script for this. Fill it out, and I can get out of here. Two hours later, after having talking our life story with one another, he said, uh, okay, here's, we're off to a good start here. I want you to uh, get blood work done. Before you leave here today, we're going to catch you up on all your shots and plan our next visit. And all of that was a whopping $8. So wow. the, the, fee there, the fee structure they have there, if you have insurance, you can still use the VA medical facilities, and they'll deduct it from your uh, current insurance program that you have. If you're like me and don't have any coverage, you'll get it at an extremely reduced rate and still have full coverage. Now, what they do over there is is phenomenal. By the time I left there, I had to look on my collar to see if I had four stars there because they treated me with so much respect. It was just, it was, it was an awesome experience. You know, Stephen, it's so important that you bring up, you know, good experiences because all we hear in the media is how difficult things are for veterans. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk a little bit more about why someone should register, especially if they've been off active duty for many years. You were off active duty for 30 years when you went back to the VA. So I want to talk a little bit more about that when we get back from the break. We're visiting with Stephen Boyd. He's our veteran correspondent. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the Veterans Association and what they can do to help you. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. 
From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list, and the Statue of Liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And for those of you that missed the earlier segments on our show, you can pick us up on iTunes. You can also go to the .com by the same name, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com, or listen to us in our prior 140 shows on uh, Toginet.com. I also want to congratulate our team here. We've got uh, not only our team members at Toginet, Carrie and Jill and Eric and Sabrina, I want to thank Robin, and I want to thank my team over here, Rick, Michael, Aaron, um, for helping us achieve almost 50,000 downloads this month. Unique downloads for one month. Rob, I'd say we're doing pretty darn good. Isn't that exciting? It just means that we are growing and that we are finding more people to share with. The, the networking capacity we have is just fantastic. I'm I'm excited. I am excited. I'm really excited about our veteran correspondent, Stephen Boyd. What I thought was most amazing, Stephen, was that you took a 30-year hiatus from using your veteran services. You were using them. 30 years went by. You went back. I got to ask you, if that had to feel kind of weird. You know, I just think after 30 years, what was going through your head when your wife says you need to go check out the VA? Well, initially, I had gone over there to, uh, uh, when I uh, went over there to, to re-register, as it were, I was already in the system, 
And I had gone over there to get my veteran's ID card because uh, Lowe's offers a 10% discount to veterans if you have the card. <laughs> so I'm thinking I have work to do around the house, so why not get the card and, and get a discount on uh, building materials and so on. And there's a number of companies out there that uh, um, will uh, allow you to use the veteran status and get a discount. Um, but going over there for the first time for, for my medical you brought up earlier that um, people have uh, misgivings about the VA and uh, their health care system. Now, in some parts of the country, I understand that that may be true. And even growing up, my father said when I got out of, first got out of the service, my father was a physician. He said, try to uh, avoid the uh, VA hospital in Jamaica Plain. And I'm going, okay, <laughs> I don't think that's a problem. But I think things have changed so much, and they're putting so much more emphasis on since 9-11 and uh, the young young people that are coming out of the service today. But when I go over, every time I go over to the, the Veterans Hospital now, which is primarily an outpatient clinic up here in Manchester, I, you see all, all the, the entire spectrum of ages over there, from recent uh, uh, veterans to there's still some World War II veterans over there. And it's just everybody's being helped, and it's very organized, to say the least. Um, I have so much to say about this. We can probably cover this in the future, but uh, just to give you an example of something quick here, when the last time I was in there for uh, to talk with my physician, he said that uh, I, you go in and you get the nurse takes care of you, to blood pressure, height, weight, and so on. And one of the questions that she asked me floored me. She said, "Will you have a roof over your head in 30 days?" And I looked at her and I said, are you kidding? She says, no, we have uh, sponsors that will help uh, homeless vets. And I'm going, whoa, this is a big change from what we've heard. Now, in New England here, we have uh, we're, the, the Veterans Hospital Administration System up here is a regional thing for New England. So I have access for major medical uh, help at the VA hospital in Jamaica Plain. I have our outpatient clinic here in Manchester. They have a brand new facility up in White River Junction that's a huge, beautiful new hospital up there, plus small individual areas around the seacoast up here and so on. Now, they cover, they will cover you for everything. Now, since we don't have a primary care emergency facility over here at the Manchester facility, what they've do, done was contracted with the uh, Concord Hospital up in Concord, New Hampshire, so that if I have an emergency or some major medical problem, I just go up there, flash my ID card, and, and I'm off to the races with uh, no billing because the, uh, Manchester VA and VA in general will cover me. Now, let me ask you, how do you register? You said you flash your card. Where do you get that card for those uh, listening who might not have, like you, who might have taken the 30-year hiatus? Yeah, what you do is, uh, there's two ways to do this, and I haven't been to the one online. The way I did it was I went over to the Manchester VA, 
reconnected with them to show that I was in the system. Uh, bring your DD-214 if you haven't already registered with them, and to any facility, any VA facility, and they'll set you up with a card, uh, an ID card. Now, they can go on to uh, a website, the VA website, which is www.va.gov. And it says here that you can register. I have a little flip book that they gave me over there uh, during my orientation over there to tell us all the great benefits that they had. But that's a place to start. Unless they know of a uh, VA hospital or outpatient clinic in their area. And I know some parts of the country don't have, uh, uh, depending on population density, I would assume, to be able to go someplace. Uh, a friend of ours' father had to drive 150 miles down in Tennessee to get to a facility. Whereas around here, no matter where you go, within 50 miles you're going to bump into a VA facility. And that's the starting point. Once you're in there, um, you go to, uh, they have an outpatient clinic. You go in there, uh, say, I need to see a physician. They'll set you up your appointment and everything that they need to uh, do right there. And once you're set up, if you do it online, I would imagine they'll, they can either set you up online or direct you to a facility. Now, do you know if there's any income restrictions? Like, can you make too much money to be to not be served by the VA? I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know much about this. Uh, as far as I know, there is no restriction. If you're a veteran, you're covered. And again, as I brought up earlier, when you have, uh, if you have health insurance or the ability to pay, they're going to charge you accordingly. But sure. when, since we're technically low income, and uh, Without health coverage, uh, it's a minimal cost, and it doesn't matter what what your medications are or anything else. Is in my case, it's a straight uh, eight dollar flat fee for regardless of the medication that I get. Well, and I think there's so many things. Even if people would go to check out va.gov, you know, there's a lot of things that you can take advantage of. There's free tax prep. For veterans, you know, we're coming up on on um, tax season, and to be able to get some some tax help on there, uh, I think is really great. And there's also a crisis line uh, for those of you or family members, confidential help for veterans and their family members. There's a one eight hundred number, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. It's a great site. It's easy to navigate. There's lots of information, um, and I think you know you have to be registered first, right, even to use any of these. Yeah, to use anything with the VA, you have to be registered. And again, your DD-214, your discharge papers will uh, get the ball rolling for you. And uh, one of the things that uh, I'm glad you brought that up about the, the the number of things that they'll help you with, it's unlimited, eyeglasses, hearing aids, um, uh, outpatient uh, you know, that standard uh testing, uh, colonoscopies, that sort of thing. They, they cover everything. Now, one Stephen, of the things one that... of the things, before, we're, we are getting so close to the end, uh, Steve, and I just wanted to make sure to bring up the one point that one of the other benefits to getting into the system is that if you have been exposed to certain things during your time of service, all of that's going to be documented, and maybe that's where you're going to go, Steve. That's, but that's I know exactly that where I was going to yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I was going to go. <laughs> Um, yeah. For the Vietnam veterans, um, be aware, when I went in there and, and spoke with Dr. Keenan, my PCP there, um, he said, uh, 
okay, you were in Vietnam. He said, uh, uh, we overexposed to Agent Orange. And I said, well, I've been to areas uh, that I know were defoliated and so on. And he said, you've been exposed to Agent Orange. You're gonna, I want you to go and uh, get on the Agent Orange uh, registry. Now, not only do they have it for the Agent Orange, but uh, I know they have it. I, one of the things that I saw there was the first Gulf War syndrome. And there was a whole page of potential problems for people, Vietnam veterans and so on, that if these crop up, you're going to be covered completely. And uh, and that's one of the reasons to have it, have yourself in the system. So that is correct, it. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, it's so exciting to have you on because as much as uh, I know that you've been a fan of Military Mom Talk Radio over the years, it's really exciting to have you now sharing all of this great information with our listeners. And even better, we get to have you back in uh, in a few more weeks. So well, that's, that's uh, we'll great because I still have about two or three more hours worth of information that I need to pass along. <laughs> all right, we'll put the cap on. We'll, we'll make sure that we save all the energy and we'll have you back uh, in, in a few more weeks. Thanks so much, Steve Boyd, uh, Thank for you. being with us. Take Thanks, care. Robin. Thanks, Sandra. You got it. Oh, uh, Sandra, we've got an exciting show next week. Uh, we've got Jody Bramer coming back. Uh, it's so wonderful when we have her on. We're going to be talking about some relationships. Uh, it's difficult to maintain a relationship when your loved one is deployed, and we'll uh, be able to talk to Jody about some of those complications, those difficulties, and ways to maintain that uh, that special relationship. And we have an author, a local person, I'm so excited to say. Uh, Michael Moffat is going to be with us, Lieutenant Colonel with uh, the U.S. Army, I believe, and I hope I said that correct. Um, his book is Fahim Speaks. It is a warrior actor's odyssey from Afghanistan to Hollywood and back by Fahim Fazli. And I hope I said that right with Michael Moffat. You'll be wanting to make sure you hear that. He's got some great information. It's an exciting book, and I can't wait to share it with you. Thanks, everyone, for being with us here on Military Mom Talk Radio. For Sandra Beck, this is Robin Boyd. See you next week.